All right, we're holding Perak Hay. Yeah. So, the last Perak, we explained that the Shoyurish... Okay, so, we said in, in Perak Dalet that the Shoyurish of an Hashem of a Jew is from Pnim Yisachayis. That was the main thing. And we explained it from the whole idea of Avipach, Apav, Nishmas Chaim, right? The idea of blowing as opposed to uh, speaking, that whole story, Right? And showing how it's different from all the rest of all the all the nevraim that are in existence, and that's what we were saying, right? Because all the rest of the nevraim are from the level of dibor, and this is from the level of breathing out, right? So that's the basic difference. So now the question came out: What about when the neshama is in the goof? We said no. Even when it's in the goof, it still has this tremendous uh, this tremendous um, connection. Right to the Abishter anyway, in the same way, right? And that's the idea. So now we have to go to Parakeh. So that was like a setup for Parakeh. Set Parakeh now <coughs> is going to take you to the next level. <coughs> that even when the Neshama is mislabish in a goof, right? That that he slabshes, right? The Neshama still has, even down here, a a a what do you want to call it, a, uh, an advantage over all the other Nivroi. That's basically the idea. Now, what is that advantage? Number one, that it's Pneumius and Makor, it's coming from the Pneumius and Makor Adibor, right? Which is the opposite of what all other Nivrayim are coming from. All other Nivrayim are coming from Chitzanius Adibor. And that's basically going to be the discussion. In other words, the Pneumius of Dibor would be like the breath coming out before it hits the actual uh, pieces of the mouth or the throat or whatever it is that are going to give it to certain sounds. Masha Enkain, the actual sounds themselves at the Osios or Dibor, that's already at a Chitzanius level. Okay, so here we go. That then has to be discussed to understand a question that we asked earlier in, in the book, which is how could it be that a person, right, that has uh, done certain averas and therefore should be punished with either karis or misa uh, right? How could it be that we see that nowadays that they're still living long, happy lives, right? Now, that's going to be, you're going to add to that from a different point of view because at the end of the day, with regards to the karis or misa bideshamayim, it's not so much a punishment as much as it's a natural um, result of the actions that this person is doing. And based on the result of the actions that this person is doing, it should automatically happen that this is what comes about. And what we're going to see is how, how we manage this whole story. So let's go inside. So the drawing down and the descent of this nefesh alukis into this world, in order to become enclosed in the, in the physical body of a person, is being drawn down from the level of pnimius and makor adibor. Like we said before, <clears throat> Namely, it's not coming from the Dibor itself, but from the, the Makor of the Dibor. This is the, so to speak, the supernal uh, Hevel, which is hinted at with the letter He, the final letter He of the Yud Ke because that is a letter that there's no real sound, so to speak, to it. So it's coming out like a, the, the Indian of the breath. Nishmas Chaim, Adam Chaya. 
Okay, now, this is a very interesting thing because we're going to see here in the next little section that we're going to bring two quotes where we usually only bring the beginning of the quote and we don't bring the second part of the quote. But here we're going to be bringing both parts of the quote. So for example, that's usually the whole section of the quote that we usually bring. Right? He blew right into his nostrils and the Shama, right? That is alive, right? That's what we brought in Parag Base in Tanya and Likutei Amorim. That's what we bring all over the place in Tanya. However, over here, we're adding a second, the second part of the sentence. And it says, Right? And it was that the person was a nefesh that was alive. But it says, The person, right? Man de nafach, and then of course we go back to the regular part. Man de nafach, metokhia nafka, right? That, that that's basically back to the usual thing. So he's trying to bring out essentially two points here. On the one hand, you have right nishmas is always this uh, quote that's used to explain where is the shayrish of the neshama. The shayrish of the neshama is coming from panemius, from the highest, highest level, way above the level of dibur, And that's basically all we usually bring when we bring in this Pasuk. However, we're bringing also now the second part of the Pasuk. The second part of the Pasuk, right, is indicating that even when the neshama is enclosed within the body, excuse me, it's still connected to this panemiastika level. That's the chidish here. In other words, you might think that upstairs before it comes into the body. So, okay, that's where it's that's where it's like uh, you know on the highest levels and et cetera, et cetera. But once you go down, oh, so now it's already on a much lower level. No, what he's saying here is the opposite. What we're saying here is that even when it comes down to the lowest of lowest levels, it's still connected above to the highest levels, and it's still holding in the same way. And then he brings a second puzzle. Now look, look at this puzzle. Usually it only has, right, this is in Parshas Hazinu, right, that the portion of Hashem is Amo, his nation, but then he adds, Yaakov Chevel Nachalaso, the second part of the sentence as well. So usually we only bring the first part of the sentence without the second and the second part of the other one, right? So, what he's saying here is that the point being that even when it's in the body, it's still connected to the root, right? The connection of the Nefesh Elokis to Panimis Achayis is not only when it's above, still it's constantly connected even down here. So, Ki Chelek Havaya Amo, so it's not just that that Hashem is chosen the Jewish people amongst all the nations. Adarab, he stuck a chelik of himself into Amo, into his nation. That's the point. He chelik havaya Amo, right? That's the idea that there's a chelik eloka mimal in every single Jew. That's where he is. Then he says, Yaakov, Yaakov, So even when it's down here in this world, however, you could imagine that what? The imagination is that when it's down here in this world, it's like separate. It's already been removed, so to speak. And what he's trying to bring out here is that, no, it's still totally attached, like a rope, right? Like the rope, when you have the top part of the rope and the bottom part of the rope, if you shake the top, then it affects the bottom. If you shake the bottom, it affects the top. It's, 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 it's one piece. So now we go from here, and we try to say, like, wait a minute. <clears throat> How does it work then? with regards to this whole idea of, 
of this connection, can something get in the way of the connection? Right? So on the one hand, we're saying like Hashem is breathing into it. So like the example that's given is a very interesting example, like a windmill. Right? Like a windmill, the, when the wind blows, like it turns the blades of the windmill. Right? In order to stop the blades of the windmill, you don't have to like stop it. All you have to do is stop breathing or stop the wind, stop blowing, then the blades of the windmill are not going to move anymore. That's the bottom line. Same thing here, that Hashem is blowing into. So the question comes out, though, is there something that could block this? Well, it's hard to say, because on the one hand, you're saying that the Abishter is everywhere, right? So how could you possibly say there would be anything that could block? By definition, there is nothing that could block, because He is everything. On the other hand, what we're going to get to in the next section is there is something that could block. And that's what it says, right, and And essentially where we're going to go here is that the idea is that 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 concept of going against Hashem's will, in a sense, makes a vacuum or a cavity in the situation where Hashem can't dwell because you're going against that will. So even though, of course, there could be no place that he is not found, like that's what you say, right? There's no place that he is not there. Like we're going to be learning now, right? In 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 also in in Chitas, in chapter Zion, right? But on the other hand, what we're going to see is that there is such, so to speak, an idea that you can have an area that he is not found because if you're doing the opposite of the will of Hashem, so then you're creating a place that is not Roy, so to speak, for him. Okay, let's let's go further. Now. Okay, so now the question comes out with regards to this idea of uh, Karas and etc. So it says like this, Kihine Pshada Kasuv the pshat of the of the pasuk is Mashikasavaipach when it says that he breathes in, Hu Lahoras Lanu, it's coming to teach us. Kamosha Alderh Mashal Kisha Adam Nafeyach Laizamakum when a person is blowing out to a certain place. Imyesh Aizadava if there is something Khitzes, right, which is making chatita blocking, the mafsik disturbing, making a separation bain time. In other words, uh, the breath will not be able to reach such a place. So let's say that if I was blowing, trying to blow down and touch my feet, but I have a table in the middle. So if the table is in the middle, right, so then it can't reach breath, and by definition cannot go through a table. That's the way it is, begashmias. Right, that's just the way it is. So, kacha mamish, similarly, So it should be the same way in terms of between me, down here in this world, right, and the rope, the way it is, up in its source. So how does that work now? So he says, Says, so the truth is, you can't really say that, that it could be something between Hashem and something else, because there is nothing between Hashem and something else, because Hashem is 
all the things from Hashem to something else and the thing that is blowing into. So by definition, how could you possibly have something that could block? Doesn't make any sense. In other words, when in the muscle, when I'm blowing, right, there's me, there's my breath, there's the target that I want my breath to reach, and then there's a physical table in the middle. So breath, by definition, gets blocked by the table. Masha Enkin, let's say that, uh, like we're listening right now, you could hear Rabbi Wagner speaking. However, there's a door there. So the sound waves, obviously, well, Teva could help us with this a little bit more, but the sound waves clearly are passing through the doorway. Is that what it's happening? Well, there's, not, there's no way for, for us to be able to hear. It's not that it's coming through a crack on the bottom of the door. It's coming through the door. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so... Yeah, I think, I think it's being transmitted probably through the door. That the wave from the air then being transferred to the door and then that transferred to the air on the other side. Right. So there is, there's nothing that, that the airwaves... So it's a little bit of a different story. So, for example, if I were to try to breathe and blow and try to hit Robert Wagner with my breath, it wouldn't work. The sound waves, on the other hand, do work. So the question now comes up, uh, with the Abishter, you can't say that the, anything could possibly stop him. How, what's going to stop it? I mean, there's no such thing as stopping Hashem, right? In other words, from getting from one side to the other side. That, that, that doesn't make sense. By definition, it doesn't make sense. Like it says, Ki halo, Right? Behold, the heavens and the earth he's filling. So what's, what, what's going to be there to block it? Oh, look who's here. Shalom Aleichem. It's so nice that you came. So he says like this. I am, I am filling. And like it says, he's filling all the world. And the Zoyer says that there's no place it's absent from him. Right? The heavens above and the earth below, there's nothing else. Right, etc., etc. He's bringing all these different psukim, right, and different parts from Zayar to bring out this point. So, <laughs> you can't have, if the, you know, in other words, if with my breath, if I try to breathe through this table, there's going to be a natural blocking. You can't, I can't breathe through the table and have the breath hit my toes. That's impossible. It's just not going to work. Masha Enkain, with my Talking, however, I could. I can get my words to go through this door or this wall. And if I scream very loud, I'll be able to, you know, you'll be able to hear me all the way, you know, wherever. Even outside, maybe, right? Or like you could hear that noise of them drilling or whatever they're doing. They're building this building here, right? Even though it's probably, you know, whatever it is, 100 meters away, 200 meters away, wherever they're, they're doing it. And I'm, it's coming through a, you know, a brick wall over here. I could still hear it, right? So... So the idea here, the idea here is, is what we're saying is that with Hashem, since He is in everything, He is everything, so the whole concept of blocking doesn't make sense. So how could we even say something like that? However, in the prophets it does say, there is one thing, over there it says that your sins, they can block between us and Hashem. That's the only thing that can make a block between between the neshama and its source of where it's coming from. 
namely the hey tata, the second hey in Hashem's name, right? And that is the sin itself. That is the only thing that has power. But it's interesting to note that if you look at the Pasuk, it says, so what do you get from that? From the last three words. It's, it's, it's signifying something. What do you see? You see what he's saying? You see what he's trying to bring out here? I'll give you 30 seconds to see if, if you could see what he's trying to say. The sins are causing the separation, but he's saying something very interesting. He's saying in the words, Just think about it. Think, it through, th- think through the words for a second. Oh, very good. It's between us and Hashem. In other words, we are creating the barrier. Even when we create this barrier, though, the barrier is only b'neichem, right? B'neichem between us, l'bein elokeichem, to God. Not b'n elokeichem, l'bein b'neichem. It's a one-way street, that division. The division cannot happen from Hashem's point of view. Nothing blocks Hashem. But from our point of view, from our, if you want to call it perspective, not perspective, from our mitzias to Hashem, that's where the blocking comes. You following what I'm saying? And that's what he's saying. That's the diuk here. How you mavdilin b'neichem l'bein elokeichem. Because between, from Hashem's point of view, there's nothing that could block. Right? Even if a Jew is sinned terribly, it's not going to stop the hamshacha from Hashem to him. But from our point of view, from our place to Hashem, that's a different story. Vatam, what's the reason? Because why? Because at the end of the day, that by doing whatever sin that we are doing, what we're doing is we're going against the Ratzon of Hashem. Which is mechaye everything. Like it says, anything that Hashem wanted to do, right? He that he chafetz chafetz means from right the inner desire with a tainug involved. He made in the shemaim the arts in the heavens and the earth. So the reason why these abayers are able to to stop to be to block so to speak between a person who is sinning to Hashem is not because that something mitzad itself is able to conceal, so to speak, on Elokus. It's not shaykh to have such a thing. Only because they're against the will of Hashem. Hashem doesn't want it. So Hashem chose that the mitzvahs, right, should be different. It should be something that He wants, and the Averas should be something that he can't stand that he hates. That's the difference. And since the highest of all the worlds 
is coming from, like we just said, Hashem Chafetz Hashem Asa Bashamayim Va'aretz. So Hashem, the highest of all the worlds, is coming from His will, right? Because it's Dafka Kol Hashem Chafetz Havaya Asa Bashamayim Va'aretz. So something that's against the will of Hashem and against His highest, which is obviously coming from His Ratzon, so then it's not going to become revealed. And therefore, it's going to be, so to speak, cut off the highest from its source. Now he says, now in, in, in parentheses here, why it's Dafka, the, the Hashba, that's coming from the four letters of Hashem's name. Right? Like we said before, the, the letters of Hashem's name. Yud corresponds to what? Chachma. Hey, the first hey, Bina, Vav, Midos, right? Za, and last hey is. Malchus, right. So we have to explain the, why the hashpa from the four letters of Hashem's name that to the person is through the panemius and the makor of the dibor, that it's dafka hinted at in the, in the final hey. And that is what's kiyum, that that is what is dependent on the fulfillment of the will of Hashem. Because on the surface it needs like an explanation. Because if you think about it, where is the rotten? In this whole story of the Yud Kevavke. In the kites on the top of the Yud. Right? That's what we said before. So why is it... What, what, what are we talking about? So he says like this. Okay. So we said in Perikdalid, Dalid, right? I just typed the words. Like we said before, above, in Perikdalid. Dalid, that this is the makor of the hashpa of the Shem Havaya. It's the source of the energy that's coming out from the Shem Havaya. And it's hinted at in the thorn, so to speak, on the top of the Yud. So we said before in Perak Dalid that the Ratzana Elyon, right, the Ratzana above, right, it's hinted at in this, the thorn, so to speak, on the top of the Yud. So you see that we have. And the Rotson, you have two, so to speak, two opposites, two sides. On the one hand, you have the, uh, the, the Rotson, which is above, above the spheres, and it's Dafka going into them. And that's what it's hinted at on the Yud, the coats of the Yud that's on top of the Yud, and it's not in the Osius itself. On the other hand, you see that it's Dafka above the other spheres, but it has a connection to the spheres, right? Because the kites of the Yud is also shaykh to the Yud. So the Ratzon, on the one hand, is above everything, and on the other hand, it's connected to everything. So you have two things going in at the same time. And not only that, can you say it's two things, it's really the Haschal, the beginning and the Shairish of everything, right? So now, let's go further. So what does that mean to me? Vezehu inyin hakaris. So now we can understand. The union of karis. Remember, karis means to be cut off, that a person does a certain avera where he is going to, his soul is going to be cut off from its source. Right? Shenichras hevel hamshacha mishem Namely, that what's happening to this person? What's happening is that the the chayis that's coming out 
and coming down into the person himself is being cut. Right? That chayis is usually coming from where? Like it says, It's coming from the second hay of Hashem's name. That's where it's supposed to come from. And it comes, so to speak, from there. And it goes into the person himself. The soul was cut off. Right? What does it mean from in front of me? So this idea of chorus of the neshama is dafka milifonai. What's in milifonai? From the pnimius of a kodesh baruch hu. Right? Because we said before that the neshama of a person is a chelik of havaya. So if it's a chelik of havaya, so it's being drawn down from the pnimius of dibor. Right? Therefore, through this iser of chorus, whatever he did, he's cutting mamish himself away from his root. That's what he's doing. Kapish, how are we doing? We're good? Weiter. So then that would make sense then to say like this. Okay, so the only Avera, presumably, that I have to worry about then really should be Karis. Because Karis is Mamish cutting myself off, God forbid, from my source of life, which is the Hei Tata of the Shem Yudke Vavke. But what about all the other Averas? The other Averas are not so uh, whatever, seemingly. So he says, no, no, no. Don't, don't go there. Don't make that mistake. Why? Because he says like this. Bishar Averas and all the rest of the Averas. She'en Bahem Karas. That doesn't have Karas. Al-Kopanim Heim Pogmim Hanefesh Kenoida. They also have an effect. They're Pogim. They're going to blemish the soul, like we said. So what is the language of Pagam? Pagam is like, we, we use the word Pagam when we're talking about a Sheikhid. A Sheikhid has a knife, right? And we're constantly checking to make sure that the Sheikhid, that the, uh, the, the, the knife of the Sheikhid doesn't get any Pagamim. There's no Pagima there, right? Pagima Sasakim. Vohu al derech mashal. So he comes with a beautiful mashal. The mashal is like this. So if you remember, I mean, we had, like I remember in elementary school, they had these big, thick ropes in gym, and you had to like climb up to the, to the ceiling. Do you have that? You never had gym when you were in high school, elementary school? We had an elementary school, actually. In high school, we had gym, but our teacher sucked. Uh-huh. What about elementary school? You didn't have that? Like these big, thick ropes. You have to climb up the rope, you know, whatever, and try to touch it. So if you remember those ropes, they're like very thick. So it's not just one thread. The way it looks is it's like a whole massive amount of threads that are all put together, right? And then it's woven together in order to make a rope. And that's how it works, right? So it's like a... So, so it, here also, it's like if you can imagine a big thick rope that's comprised of 613 different threads or strands of rope. That's what he says here. Derech mashal chevel av shazer, which is combined, right, or, or like a sort of spun together. Metarig chavalim dakim from 613 thin threads. 
So in the same way, this chevel that we've been talking about is also the same concept. It's like comprised of the 613 mitzvahs, like we said. So what happens is that every time a person does a particular sin, whatever that sin happens to be, what happens, it's like almost like he cuts a little part of the thread. Little, 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 little. Obviously, the implication here is that the more averas that a person does, so the, th- the rope becomes thinner and thinner and thinner, right? But you could say, but wait a minute, it's not chorus, and it's true. When a person does a particular avera, Right, that is not karis. He's not cutting the entire rope. But on the other hand, he is making an impression upon the overall strength of this rope. You following what I'm saying? Because each strand carries with it a certain weight. So the rope is only as strong as all the strands together. But once you start diminishing the strands, so all of a sudden the rope is starting to become weaker and weaker and weaker. And that's what we're talking about here. Yeah? Is that, does that happen from both off perspective and Hashem perspective? So all of this is really from our perspective. Hashem is still connected to us. So, but from our perspective, and in terms of the, the so to speak, the, the, uh, the highway that brings the energy from Hashem to us, so what we're, what's happening is that I'm either more tuned in or not. I guess we have a good example of it with regards to our internet, right? Like sometimes the internet is very weak and sometimes the internet is very strong, right? So when it's very weak, you could still get a signal. You could still do, but it takes a lot longer and it's, it's not as clear and it's not. But when you have a very, when you're plugged into a, uh, one, one of those, what are those wires? You know, the, you know those thick wires of whatever it is, uh, uh, what are they? They called inter, inter, not internet. Um, I forgot the name of it. You know, like special um, wires. You, you get hard, like uh, you know, you can put, you can plug your 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 computer right into yeah. Ethernet, the Ethernet wires. So you're like plugged right into the into the actual internet itself, as opposed to having to deal with Wi-Fi. So some Wi-Fi you have very good, and some Wi-Fi you're like uh, it doesn't work so well. Right, so it depends what's happening over there, but this is this is this is the this is the muscle. All right, let's stop here. We're, we're towards the end of uh, of Parak.